And welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I am your host, Philadelphia or Elite Vish. And I just wanted to welcome y'all to Scorpio season. <laughs> yes, I know that Scorpios at times get a bad rep, but they are some of my favorite people. I love the intensity that they just bring naturally to the table. And since we're all under the energetic influence of four planets in Scorpio right now with the sun there, Jupiter there, Mercury there, Venus retrograding through it, we're all affected and impacted by it. So I kind of feel like you need to make the best of that energy. Um, And wanted to kind of talk about some things going on with Scorpio. So there'll be a little segment in this episode uh, to help us get acclimated to some keywords and things for Scorpio energy. But what we have this episode is Gemini Brown with his weekly astro forecast is Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Um, And then also uh, we have a segment from Aquarius Roberts where he is breaking down the death card, which is associated with Scorpio in tarot. So y'all just sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. What's going on, world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Today, we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. So, let's get into it. We are on our last leg of Libra season, and I must say, it's been a, it's been a very interesting uh, Libra season. Uh, I know for myself, I've realized that when the sun transits air signs, I literally feel like I'm in the air. Like, it goes so fast. You know, uh, opposed to when the sun's in earth sign, I feel so grounded and I'm locked in with every day trying to manifest goals and things of that nature. But um, feel free to let me know how Libra season's been for you. Um, With that said, we are going into Scorpio season. And I believe in in my Facebook group, group, Afro Astrology, shout out all my Afro astrology heads. Um, we did like a poll, and I think Scorpio was the most popular zodiac sign. And uh, you know, so Scorpio is Scorpio season is definitely a highlighted time for all. Uh, some things to keep in mind for Scorpio season are uh, our emotional uh, intimacy with others, or you know, even with ourselves, depending on where this is occurring in your chart, okay? Uh, Your attachments to things, psychological uh, attachments, uh, where you need to transform, okay? Where where you've been low and where you need to rise back to the top. This is a very, very powerful season, water sign, so we're going to be forced to deal with uh, the emotional depth of ourselves in whatever area of life this is. And Jupiter only has about, I think, like two weeks left 
hitting the sign of Scorpio. So it's very fitting that uh, all of this is occurring. This big Scorpio party, right, uh, is occurring. So it's going to be like a real culmination of the things that Jupiter has been uh, showing us this year. So with the sun here, it's going to get off to a really, really important start or interesting start because why? Because we got a full moon this week and this full moon is going to be occurring in the sign of Taurus and we already know Venus is retrograde and that retrograde will be conjuncting this the sun and forming the opposition uh, to the moon as well as Uranus so it's a lot going on this week y'all and we could chalk it down to like two things Love, love or relationships and our need for for financial security, okay? So, love and finances, okay? Relationships, finances, all that good stuff, okay? So, in one regard, remember when I said in my Venus Retrograde video that I wouldn't necessarily say don't go spending during Venus Retrograde. Because you might need to. This is one of those weeks. Um, we got uh, Saturn sextiling Venus as well as this sun. The sextile between Saturn and Venus is going to be exact. So, you know, this can just speak about needing to uh, invest in yourself, right? In your, own, in your own beauty, in your own business, in your own home, in your children, wherever, wherever in your health. Wherever this is occurring in in your chart, right? And what it is is that you're going to see a realistic way of handling your finances. So, on one side, with the full moon, there can be financial unexpectedness, right? So, there can be something that comes out of the blue, like you may find out you're in debt. Or, there can be financial gain. But, through this se uh, sextile of... of Venus and Saturn, we can effectively see how to overcome this or how to, you know, invest that money or how to spend that money. So, you know, I wouldn't, I think this is a week where if you've been thinking about doing something, you know, whether it's just for yourself or for your business or whatever, this is the time to do so, okay? Then, and in the next instance, because Saturn is you know, a long-term uh, planet that deals with patience and all of that, if you've set goals prior, uh, you know, financial goals or, you know, in general, this can, because of a full moon is, you know, like a combination, things can start to pay off. So you can see your business starting to move forward. Uh, you can see you know, things that you wanted to manifest before actually starting to take shape. However, there's another aspect with this, um, with Moon is also going to be in trying to Saturn. And how I channeled this one is that we, everyone goes through things, right? And especially with all this energy that's been in Scorpio as of late, I think we've all been, you know, battling some type of thing, right? So how I see it is that there's a need that if, if you've been gathering this information, right? If you've been gathering this information, you're like, oh, this is why I feel this way. Okay, that makes sense. 
it's now time for you to do something about how you feel. So if you know that you're not working to the best of your abilities because psychologically this area of life is playing with you, it's now time to time to take action towards combating those feelings. Okay? Then on the other side, it's like if you're very spiritual or faithful, you've been doing your rituals and things like that, there's a need to put more action behind the faith, right? And that's kind of like what full moons are in a nutshell. It's this, you know, there's this need for balance between what we want and what we need. So, you know, like I said, there's two types of people out there. There's people who are like, okay, this makes sense, but they aren't really doing anything, you know, to to uh, and use the information to their benefit, then there's people who are like buying into the spirituality, but they aren't taking enough action. This is the time where you find that balance, okay? And things will, based on this energy, things will flow to you, all right? If you've been having faith, if I guarantee you, if you put a little action behind it, you're going to be able to obtain what it is that you want. If you've been struggling in here or on whatever level, if you make an effort to overcome that, you'll see that like, okay, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought. So that's the real wisdom that I see, you know, for this week and, you know, using this energy to to our advantage. All right. So if you're a person that hasn't, like you don't do rituals and stuff like that, you know, I always say in your own time, but I recommend, you know, tapping into that energy, especially because Mercury is still in trine to uh, Neptune, which, you know, for those who are really logical, uh, our logical minds are very faithful right now. They're, you know, they're, they're tapped into that other realm and it's, you're able to, you know, focus, attune that lower mind to higher level things. So... That's my advice for you. Uh, Now, in terms of relationships, you know, there's a lot of things that can play out as well. So, if you've met somebody in recent weeks, whether it be an ex, someone new, right? This is the week where uh, it climaxes. The relationship hits a climax. For example, you... You know, you and this new person, you know, you've been dating, you've been doing whatever, whatever. You may want to, you may want to become intimate this week, right? Now, those of you who are in the know about the retrograde and stuff like that, you know, this isn't the right time to start a relationship, right? Like make it official or anything like that. But, you know, somebody who you're involved with that isn't aware maybe feeling like all right you know let's get steady or let's get serious right nonetheless because of going back to that venus sextile saturn we could be feeling the need to commit ourselves or, or really want some um some type of commitment within uh partnerships okay so relationships are going to be climaxing this week they're going to be revelations so you know those of you who are dealing with an ex, you're you're either gonna be like, okay, um, this is this is why you know we stopped dealing with each other before, or you know, 
even a partner in general, you can find something out about them. All right, Scorpio, something's not going to be a Scorpio. Uh, the light is going to be shined on secrets and things of that nature. So you can find out a secret about, you know, someone that you've been uh, in a relationship with. Okay. Or, and, and this can be positive or negative. It's really going to vary, but it'll be unexpected. So that's something to uh, look out for. Expect the unexpected this week in relationships. But like I said, since Mercury is here, I definitely will be listening. I will be listening on a deeper level, and even if there's something that you need to communicate, right, that's weighing on you, this is the time to do so. This is how you really, you know, play up uh, towards this energy, all right? But uh, like I said, there's a lot going on with the moon uh, opposing Venus, <clears throat> and then Mercury, you know, also making that aspect to Neptune. Somebody who we've been idolizing, uh, you know, we can find out they don't idolize us like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so Venus opposed moon always shows that, you know, our emotional needs are on the opposite end of what this actual relationship is. So there's just a number of things that uh, could play out. OK, so but, you know, there's room for improvement. There's room for manifesting um, the, the presence of. Uh, Taurus energy here really brings that into focus. So I will focus on finances, you know, in addition to love and all those things, because there can just be a lot of uh, leeway made this week. Okay. So y'all, this is my interpretation of this week's energy. I hope y'all enjoy. Feel free to drop a comment. Let me know what's going on with you. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. Until next time, peace. What's up, everybody? This is Mercury Roberts with the Benedy Unleashed back at it again. And so we have been going on this beautiful journey through the major arcana. And um, last uh, video, we were speaking about the hangman and how he is sacrificing himself for other people. And so in this video, um, or sacrificing himself for a better cause let's put it like that but um in this video so he learns new beliefs and so when you learn new beliefs as i said people will rise against you but also with the hangman card comes this understanding of the universe this true understanding of something higher than yourself and so in this new card we have a transformation going on and so the new card that i want to speak about is card number 13 and it is one of the scariest most confused and most misunderstood cards in the tarot and this card is death oh death is knocking at my door no no um anyways uh <laughs> so the death card is um so a skeleton in armor rides on a white horse 
Um, and people around this white horse are dying. There is a preacher here, um, or let's say a high religious ranking figure who is, uh, you almost want to say he's praying. He's praying for something to happen. It's almost like he's praying for change. Okay. Because he's in, he's the, he's the only one in here in yellow. And so he's praying for a brighter day because the sun is shining just a bit on the back of the horizon. So he's praying for a better day. He's praying for change, for hope. Um, and so death rides in um, with his pale horse, which the pale horse is about death. Um, and so he has a banner with a flower on it. And so it's a black banner, so it brings darkness. Okay, the the banner, black banners bring darkness. So something dark is coming. And so, but the flower here is considered to be the flower of life. And so with the flower of life, it says that everything goes through photosynthesis, meaning it goes through a change, a transformation. Um, everybody, the only thing, as I've said in older videos, the only thing that's consistent in life is change. Change is inevitable. Death always comes. But through death is regeneration. And this is the cycle and understanding of life. Because if you understand that, you understand that energy never dies. Energy never dies. So when people say, oh, I've died and, you know, or, or don't believe in reincarnation, reincarnation okay if you look at it in a physical aspect then you're not going to understand reincarnation but if you look at it in a spiritual aspect which i will speak more on later but if you look at it on a, in a spiritual aspect reincarnation is only about energy energy reincarnates itself if you see uh photons and atoms they reincarnate themselves through time and space. So energy never dies. It just transforms and transmutes. That's it. So if, if you know somebody say, hey, I might have been here before. I'm an old soul. Well, you might actually be an old soul and you might have actually been here before. But I'm going to get off that. We're going to talk about that later. But anyways, so the flower of life represents uh, a change within it's it represents the lotus flower and the lowest lotus flower is is depicted everywhere it's in music songs whatever the case may be um and we'll talk more about that later too i got so many different topics that i'm going to talk to you about uh talk to you guys about it's awesome so i'm glad you guys are tuning in and glad you're enjoying but anyways so um as you see there is a tide behind him and this tide is basically saying that this float, this change is going to be destructive as, as if a waterfall almost to say. Um, and the, the pillar in the back is about duality. So it's almost the, the death of duality, the death of, of seeing things in two different views and coming to a oneness understanding. Okay. So. Death rides in saying that death is coming. Change is coming. Change is coming. 
if you're thinking a certain type of way and it's not good for the universe uh, for you to feel that way, death is what will show up. Death will show up when um, um, you're ending a relationship and it's time to end. Everything has its time. Everything has its time. That's why death is on a horse because it shows the movement of time. And so death is coming to change your life, to change your perception, to change your views of how you see things, to stop a relationship and transform your life into your next phase. It says it's the ending of one phase and the beginning of the next. But as you go through the phase, it'll feel like you're dying as if like a caterpillar um, gets wrapped up in a cocoon. It's, it's, I mean, sh uh, you try to lock yourself in a small room. Doesn't it feel like you're suffocating? So that's what's going on with death. It's, it's transmuting itself into to the butterfly. And so death sometimes has to come. Sometimes you're going to lose your place and not understand why you lost it. You're going to be like, what, what just happened? Death came. It was the ending of that phase. And so you, you usually notice when you end that phase and you be comfortable, be comfortable with it. You accept change and death, the death of something that something new comes out of it. And it's more beautiful. You know what I mean? Like some people who stay in relationships and um, they want to continue to stay in a relationship um, and don't want it to change, but this person's maybe being abusive or maybe verbally abusing you or something of the case like that. And so, you know, the cops end up in the situation and boom, everybody's out on the street. And so, you know, you figure out right there, that's death. Okay. Or when you're at a job and your boss is being aggressively crazy and just trying to take you out and 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 do things to you that are that are, are wrong or treating other employees better than you, you know, and then one day uh, you get in a car accident and your boss fires you. Death. You know what I mean? It's it's these it doesn't have to be an extravagant change, but it is a change. And it's a change that starts off to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is what's going on. And then afterwards, you're like. I see how why it happened. So this is the most confused card because people usually look at it as if I'm going to actually die. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. No, no. You're going through a transformation. This card is ruled by Pluto. And so Pluto is all about death and, and, and transformation. Pluto rules the knife. Pluto rules the surgeon. So somebody who is 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 very going deep within the self it's a spiritual card because death is uh is is a spirit he's a, a skeleton riding in armor i mean who do you see manifested in a physical riding in armor as a skeleton so you know um he's riding in on a on a horse basically they say bringing this death and, and, and stopping this phase that you're putting yourself through or that you are having trouble getting out of. So death has to come. It has to kill everything off so you can start brand new. Because we need that sometimes in life, right? Okay, so 
Um, furthermore, Pluto. This card is also ruled by Scorpio and Pluto, the planet. Um, so, which is now a planet, actually, which was discovered to be now a planet again. Whatever. Um, so, Pluto is, like I said, is about um, um, death of the old and the bringing in of the new. So whatever ways you might have been thinking are going to be transformed. Okay, also with death, I mean, I'm sorry, also with Pluto and Scorpio. Scorpio is about what's hidden within, what's deep. Um, I'm actually a sun in Scorpio. And so I'm very, um, I'm very, I, I have to get to the bottom of things. I have to see what's real. I have to know the truth. And I have to know that it is what it is because the fake stuff will not work for me. It will just just won't. Anything um, that is uh, surface level, it just won't work. So death is all about digging deep within you where you can't lie anymore and focusing on on you being true, more truthful or more of who you are supposed to be in life, uh, helping you become more of your true self. OK, so. Um, yes, but the people dying around him, the people dying around him are, are like, like this lady right here. Okay. Like this lady and this little girl, it says that anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. Death has no, <laughs> death has no, um, favorites. Anybody can get it. You know what I mean? So it's like this change could come. At the moment's notice and hit you with a blink of an eye. So when you see it in when you see death in a in the present, death means that you're going through this change now. Okay, when you see death in the past, you already went through the change. When you see death in the future, change is coming. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. You're about to change a, a certain way of thinking or a, a relationship or a job or a lifestyle a phase in life you might have been poor at one time in life and then death comes and then boom you start getting hit with all these material possessions it's just how the universe works because we all have a destiny and we'll talk about destinies and everything i'm just so looking forward to talking about these awesome subjects but um with death good comes out of ending the old and so purge this card is the purge card purge yourself when it comes be ready to purge so don't be afraid of death because that will be death reversed and we'll talk about reversals later on but that is yeah oh death is also the card number 13 and uh 13 is supposed to be the number of change it's also comes together to be the number four uh, which is the number of stability, which is the number of ideas, which is the number of it's the number of formulating, formulating plans and ideas and making change. OK, uh, change, change to ideas or adding to um, taking away or adding to. OK, four is also the number of. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, it's just. We'll talk about numerology later because I don't want to go too deep into that. But um, yeah, so that is the can that is the death card right there, and I hope you guys enjoy. Please like, comment, and subscribe. 
um, more videos to come and um, I hope you enjoy the fool's journey in between because it says that life is a journey how you live it how you express it is your own right love peace and light divinity unleashed So, I hope that thus far everybody is surviving all the scorpionic energy in the best way possible. We always have choices. We always have choices. We can use the energy at hand at its higher vibration or at its lower vibration. So, we are in Scorpio season and most definitely... It's intense. <laughs> Scorpio is ruled by Mars. Um, it's its ancient ruler. And Pluto as well. And it's a fixed water sign. And when we talk about water signs, we really talk about intuition and emotion. And a fixed sign maintains. It um, can be stubborn, but it can also be dedicated, which is extraordinarily important. So, when we talk about Scorpio energy and we think about its fixed nature and the fact that it's a water sign, so dealing with emotions, we also want to look at the fact that Scorpio goes under the surface. It, it, it needs depth. It requires depth. Sometimes people will talk about Scorpios as having like a death stare. They're the death card in tarot, as we just went over with Aquarius Roberts, and the part about this that I find most interesting is because it's not like a death and it's final and that's it. No, Scorpio wants transformation through emotional power, okay? Um, we all know that Pluto, um, where it shows up in our chart, Scorpio's ruler, as I've said before, this is something that Coach K said a while ago and it really stuck out to me, where Pluto is in your chart is where people could be jealous of you. So that speaks to some of the lower vibrational energy of Scorpio and Pluto itself being as though, you know, if someone is jealous of you, what they are doing is either wishing that they had what you had and don't, or they're mad at you for having what they would want. Now, of course, yes, that's a darker energy and that's on you know what I would say would be um, a very 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 low scale for anybody to reach I mean come on when you think about it it's easier to be envious and jealous of people at times than it is to wish them well and actually cheer them on and I think with this energy some of us might be finding that we might have some of that jealousy present like under the surface when you really get real with yourself what is there now I find it interesting as passionate and deep as Scorpio energy is we've been under its influence with now it's four planets with the sun moving here and just starting Scorpio season but um, we've had Jupiter and Scorpio since last October if anybody's been paying attention, if you notice, that's around the time where the whole Me Too thing started. All those Harvey Weinstein um, accusations and etc. came out. 
Jupiter expands what it touches, okay? So Scorpio rules sex and secrets, taboos, the undercurrent. So there's been an expansion of that. People have felt compelled to speak on it. And then we have Venus going retrograde through Scorpio, which is all about viewing your relationships, um, how you value things, your money. Like, there's no other way to put it, but extremely passionately. I mean, it's not, it's not far off for me to say that taking a Scorpionic uh, view of anything means you really want to get to the core of it. Like you want to look in its psyche. You want to see what's going on. There's a key phrase that we should always remember with Scorpio energy. It's I desire. Now desire, if we think of it in a sexual sense, is what can cause two people to be very drawn to each other. And as Scorpio rules the genitals, when two people are drawn to each other, that's when creation actually happens because sex is creation. You know, so Scorpio ruling the genitals, the key phrase for it, I desire, makes total sense. But I just wanted you guys to pay attention to some keywords for Scorpio, given the fact that when the sun enters a sign, it's shining a spotlight on the themes of that sign, on, um, you know, what that sign actually, or how I should say, it acts out. So, um... It's very interesting to me, some of these. Now, they're negative and positive mix, but we've got brooding, observant, obsessive, charismatic, compulsive, passionate, controlling, covert, penetrating, possessive, powerful, proud, cruel. Uh, Scorpio, as I said, also comes up when you think of death. Um, Proud. I said that already, (laughs) but um, that's a fixed sign trait. Um, There's desire associated with Scorpio energy. It can be destructive because you've got to destroy to rebuild with that Pluto ruling it. It's reforming, regenerative, can be resentful. I I know a lot of people know this when they hear about Scorpio energy. One of the first things they talk about is, oh my God, they're crazy. They'll, 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 They'll wreak vengeance upon you. And it's like... Hmm, okay, because of resentment or because of feeling scorned or that that potentiality is there. But being aware of these keywords actually helps yourself be aware of what you're doing while we're under the influence of all this Scorpio energy. Uh, They're great detectives because they're determined as fuck. (laughs) They're going to find out what secrets are, you know, um, lurking, excuse me, beneath the surface. Um, They're devoted because of their fixed quality. Um, Can be secretive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also because they're fixed, um, it's easy for them to stay the course. So they're driven. They can stay the course to whatever it is that they're trying to uncover. Um, Scorpio energy is associated with self-destruction. It is very sensitive, um, emotional, It can get emotionally fixated. And that's something that, you know, a lot of people would probably say stands out a lot about Scorpio. Fixed water. Fixed emotions. Like, whew, beware of that. 
Um, it does rule sex and sexuality. The genitals, Scorpio, Scorpio energy is sharp, spiritual. It's pure. I'm going to put pure in here because I keep saying this. I also put up a, um, an article with the Eclectic Shaman. There's a link in the description if you guys want to read it about Venus retrograding through Scorpio. And I talk about the purity of it. Like, it's unadulterated, unfiltered what it is at the core of it. That's what Scorpio energy gets to. It's highly empathic, definitely, and is a sign that lives at extreme. So, Scorpio energy is either hot or cold, okay? They're going to live at these opposite poles, so either passionate or dispassionate. Um, all or nothing definitely is Scorpionic, for sure. Um, they are suspicious, definitely can be suspicious, hypnotic. Hypnotic is, is something that I like a lot because I have Pluto, Scorpio's ruling planet in my first house. And I find that sometimes people get fixated with me like I'm hypnotizing them without me even trying. Even though I have Pluto and Libra, so that's a whole aesthetic thing. But um, again, jealous, Scorpio can be. Represents transformation, intensity, definitely intense. Um, deals with trauma, turbulence, um has extreme magnetism, is very intuitive, is mysterious, vindictive, vengeful, and unshakable. Now, when we keep these keywords in mind, some have more of a negative positive, excuse me, negative connotation than positive connotation. But again, the sun is shining on the deepest, darkest parts of us right now with the Scorpio energy. And you'll never hear me tell people, you know, oh, well, the, this is just a, a transit where all this bad stuff's going to happen. Or this is just a transit where all this good stuff is going to happen. That's not really how it works. I believe, and I'll never say any different, we are all responsible for how we utilize the energy at our disposal. Okay? So I'm not going to blame if I allow myself to get too vindictive or live in my jealousy, I cannot blame that on the astrological transits. Mm -mm. Yes, the atmosphere that, you know, we're dealing with energetically right now, especially with four planets in Scorpio, not to mention the fact that it's a full moon in Taurus today, which, child, is supposing that Scorpio sun and Uranus in Taurus is conjunct conjunct the full moon and opposing the sun. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would be lying if I said we didn't have a lot of this intense, passionate energy in the air, but it's time for us to really, like, take stock of things. So, if you notice that this energy is encouraging you to kind of get in your feels a little bit more, get jealous, get intense, be more mysterious. Just be aware of this. This is the beautiful part of astrology. Knowing what's going on kind of gives us, you know, a way to deal with it responsibly. You know what I mean? Like, if you know the roads are slick and slippery, you're going to drive more carefully. Okay? If you know it's going to rain and your hair is very weather temperamental, you might not take hours and hours to straighten it. Like, you know... Use this energy wisely. Make sure that you are not blaming anybody else for anything going on. You know, you've got to take the responsibility. Because right now, um, 
as I mentioned in the article I pointed you guys to, with everything that's going on, and even when the retrograde is over on November 16th, it's not really going to be energetically over. But I'll talk about that um, as we get deeper into the retrograde, especially right before it retrogrades back into Libra. But um, what is a good idea at this time frame for everybody is to really take stock of what you value. Um, be prepared for sudden changes, especially with this this full moon uh, touching Uranus the way that it is, okay? Because Uranus and Taurus is all about getting pushed out your comfort zone. So that is the areas of life that deal with finances, values, romance, relationships, etc. I feel like when you're open to this energy, you're able to deal with it better. Because remember, it really isn't about what happens, okay? What it's about is how we respond, okay? How we respond is everything. Everything. Like, completely. So, um, welcome to Scorpio season, y'all. In the next coming weeks, we'll have some fun stuff to help further deconstruct this powerful energy, this transformative energy, and hopefully you're using it to the best of your ability right now so that you can have a bang-out start to Scorpio season and a wonderful month. So, thank you guys again for listening to Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I'm your host, Illy Vish. Hope to see you on the flip side. Illy Vish, out.